Hello. We are a little punchy. We are. I'm pretty punchy right now. Well, no, I was I listening mean, to angry music the whole way here. I'm not even going to lie. Why would you lie? Isn't that the point? Not to lie? Never lies. It's part of the problems in this world. Never lies. Nobody lie. tells the truth. Nobody tells the truth. No, literally nobody. Nobody tells the truth. Nobody. And this is... <laughs> no, no. This is such a great segue. Home. Because when Ree came in here and I told her that I had been waiting to do this particular cast... She was like, ooh, do tell, do tell. And, uh, <laughs> and I told her, I came up with this line, and I'm like, I don't know if this is the way to open a show or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I just laid it on her, and it was, I don't think we're building a world that is meant for humans. Mm-hmm. And that is way broad, and I get that. But that's a powerful, that's a powerful statement. No, we're, we're not doing this right. We are making I, this I can't bad. help but agree with you. And I thought it would be interesting to see, and I'm very sorry in advance for just how depressing... <laughs> we will depress you today. ...that this is. <laughs> this is the Depresso but, Espresso. But I think it I think it resonates with so many people, and I think it's going to resonate with people in the audience, too, when, I start, when we start to get into this, because I know I'm not the only one that's feeling this, and I know you yeah. aren't the only one that's oh, feeling no. this, you know? And I've been a Scrooge this year. So, let me just start with why this kind of came into my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been thinking about Christmas and the holidays, and I, besides the personal tragedy stuff that uh, that causes pain and hardship around the holidays, all mm-hmm. of that aside, it is not the holidays that I grew up with, and I don't think we've made it better. I think we've made it worse, but I want to be a little more specific than that, mm-hmm. right? So when I was a kid... Uh, Christmas morning was a thing, for sure. Presents mm-hmm. under the tree, a mm-hmm. thing, for sure. Visiting with family, a thing, for sure. We went to uh, my grandparents. Christmas Day was sometimes a hectic time. This a hectic day, like busy, Christmas. crazy day, right. You know, we went from one uh, grandmother to the next, ended up at the aunts, and, and what have you, right? Um, but the day was hectic, for sure. But we all looked forward to it or at least my sister and i did and we yeah. looked forward to playing ping pong or uh pinball with the with the relatives and the aunts and the and the grandparents and you know if my mom and dad you know were overwhelmed they didn't lead on to it they didn't let us know that but now by the time that day comes we're exhausted this is so true and, and this is just one tiny sliver of my opening statement about right, our right. generalized world, but it's kind of like what made me... So I'm thinking about when I was a kid, okay, leading up to Christmas... Was the best time. Was the best It was the best fucking time. Ever. I loved decorating. I loved going and getting yes. presents. Like, yes. It was, there was something whimsical about it, too. Whimsical is the right word. Yeah. And, I completely resonate with that. Whimsical, personal, spiritual... And I think, particularly for myself, the lack of spirituality in the holidays now is is not helping. It's not good. And so you mean like the lack of, like Christian faith, or um, do you mean more like holiday spirit? Both. Okay. Both. I mean, I for me, when I was a kid, one was attached to the other. So we belonged okay. to a church. You know, we went to church. We weren't regular quote-unquote church goers mm-hmm. but we belonged to the old stone church it was a did you, you know, go every christmas eve was we, that from time to time okay. i do remember a couple of christmas eves and i and i gotta tell you 
you know, so seeing the, the altar with hundreds and hundreds of poinsettias, that's how they used to do it up, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, and then when you left mass at, oh, you know, 11.45 or so, or maybe you stayed till midnight and all the bells rang and what have you, um, it was an amazing feeling. Yeah. I and it, it nice. stuck with me. And of course, you know, God and religion was always kind of a thing. It was never like a big thing, but we were relatively religious individuals. Right. We all believed in God, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we believed that, uh, you know, there was, I don't, not necessarily a heaven and a hell, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not about to get into a religious thing right, here, right. But, but that uh, a religious spirituality had a role to play, and Christmas just happened to culminate in all the goodness about it. Okay. Leading up to this, you know, yeah. marvelous day where we all got together as family, and I, I recall very few hardships. Okay, I guess that's kind of fair. Yeah, we used to, for example, and this is really what made me start to think about this. We actually went Christmas caroling. Oh. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to get everybody all mushy here, but imagine a knock on your door on Christmas Eve. Mass was at 11. We all got to church at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Apple cider, hot chocolate. Everyone got in their coats. If there was enough people, maybe we broke up into two groups. Mm -hmm. And I lived in the center of East Haven, Connecticut, which was really made for Christmas caroling, if you could imagine it. Yeah, because, yeah. like, you can walk from... There's maybe 100 yards between doors, okay? Yeah. It's not like where I live now, where... There's certain areas of town where you could do that. Right, right, but not everywhere. But it's everywhere. like, right, my community is probably a little more rural than most, but yeah. East Haven is a East very yeah, highly suburban. populated yeah. suburb. So we literally would get to church, collect ourselves, go out, knock on people's doors, sing Hark the Herald, mm -hmm. and move on to the next house. And let me tell you, the look on people's faces, I can remember to this day. That's so kind. That's so sweet. I can remember to this day. And I don't think that I see that on anyone. I don't. I my. I mean, I lived in a very rural place, but caroling wasn't a thing. We did. I but did caroling any... in my school, okay. which was really fun. And we went to the senior center, and we sang for them, too. That was really fun. The seniors love it? Yeah. And it was just... And why do you think they love it? Because they probably reminisce about it. Because they probably Cause reminisce like about it. it. I'm just wondering if maybe that's just where I'm going. You know, like, I can't wait to get to the senior center this Wednesday yeah. night because the fourth <laughs> graders are going to be taking a field trip. They're going to walk next door across the busy highway and come see your Christmas No, this was in wait. high school. Oh, wow. I didn't do anything like that in high school. No, we were lame. Oh. We were lame. But, but I was in select choir, mm -hmm. so... Eh. But I remember doing that, and the look on their faces was also just so nice and wonderful. So, so I'm definitely... thinking about all this nostalgic stuff, like right. the holiday. You know, it was kind of like, you know, we we're always, oh, you know, you're gonna be nice to people around Christmas. You got to be kind. You got to be giving, and giving does work, by the way. It's not something you learn well as a child, but mm -hmm. as an adult, particularly, as soon as you start to see the look on other people's faces. When you give them gifts. You things. realize that when you do something for someone else, you're actually doing something for you. Yeah. I love giving gifts. I love giving gifts. Right? So, that said, uh, I look today, all of my friends, you know, were mid-Gen Xers to late-Gen Xers, are like, oh, it's just not what it used to be. We're all exhausted. There's... Uh, 
there's all these things you have to do. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta start shopping the day after Halloween for starters. You know, because you're inundated with Christmas trees the day after Halloween, mm. and uh, and so forth, right? Because you don't even get to, you don't even get to digest your Thanksgiving meal, That's, right? No, because you know, we gotta, oh, Black Friday, we're gonna go out and kill all the people in front of me in the Walmart <laughs> line just to get that new just TV. To, you know, just to get the new TV, which, I mean. Now, who gives a fuck? No, no who that, gives a shit? You just, oh, okay, well, my, my Vizio crapped out. I'm just going to go down to Walmart, grab another 75-inch Vizio <laughs> for 400 bucks, and, and voila. Call it a day. Call it a day. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that takes away from, oh, I can't wait for my wife to get me that 75-inch TV on Christmas Day. Because I just, and, and men do this. We'll just get what we need. I mean, the older I do we that get, a we lot. just get what we need. I do that a lot. My I, wife hates it. If I need something, I literally just go out or, or like use my money to go get it. Like I don't. Everybody was my my dad and my mom were asking me for Christmas wish lists, and I was like, I don't know. I just get everything I need when I need it. Welcome to manhood, girl. <laughs> manhood? That's not manhood. I don't know. I just uh, maybe it's Helen's the same way. My sister. Mm. Like, but we're also, like, pretty, like, okay, we don't want anybody else to take care of us, so we'll just do it ourselves, usually. So. Fair. You know what I mean? But But I look, but, but. I see what But I look around, and even, even the kids today, they don't have any connection to the spiritual aspect of Christmas that I did when I was a kid. Well, you know, some people might not practice the same. Very few people. You go to the churches today. And the average parishioner is 70 years old, 75. Now, granted, the older members always, you know, kind of ran a lot of the stuff, but it was not a senior complex. It was not assisted housing, you know, with a cross. I mean... And and now, all of that, you see so many churches, they're dying on the vine because their their parishioners are aging out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate to see. And and then I started thinking about that whole lack of spirituality, which is something that you and I are on the same page with. And whether it's Jesus or, um, you know, or you're Jewish or whatever your whatever your faith may be, and in some cases, you know, you just believe in the magic universal dust, which from time to time <laughs> still kind of makes me think, hey, maybe that's it. But, well, you know, maybe you know, maybe it is just magic dust. But at any at any rate. The magic dust is put together in some sort of way <laughs> that we're supposed to be a part of it, and we're not. People are disconnected from the ground. They're disconnected from themselves. There's so much lying, and except everybody lies to each other, and, and everybody lies to us. You know? You can't trust anything you see anywhere. When I was growing up, Kids weren't loaded with anti-anxiety medication. They weren't. And honestly, I can recall pretty well most of my elementary school years, you know, even a couple back in kindergarten, and I don't recall school being some sort of pandemonium social justice, uh, you know, romper room. I, I remember it being relatively based around academics. Well, now, uh, yeah. And we've had conversations, you know, I'm not necessarily blaming, you know, modern education system for this quote-unquote unhuman world that I'm No, I totally blame technology. 
technology is on the menu. It's we like, are it's not like the first benefiting. or second item on the menu. So, like, right. So again, yeah. I, you start to take little tidbits. You take a, a society that is lacking in spirituality. You overload it with technology. Then you reduce your ability to trust your other fellow humans. This The anxiety just grows exponentially. And on top of that, when you raise children in particular... There's so much pressure to fit into a particular column. I know. And to, there's no, no one is relaxed. Everyone, nope. Everyone has a stick so up their ass. Everyone is so stressed out. I'm stressed out. And that's why I say. You know what it, you go. That's, that's what I thought about my opening line, that we are building a world that is not meant for humans. And you know what we also makes it worse? For this. Is that like. And, you know, I hate to be this way a little bit, but, like, the the rush, the hustle and bustle from New York has so taken over Connecticut, it's, like, insane. Like, everybody around you know, here, You know, that's a good point. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel that way in New Hampshire. No, bad. it does not. It, it, it is never not. does feel that way. You're right, it doesn't. And even in Vermont. Only, you know, in Burlington a bit. But, but like, I'm telling you, like, there's so much, like, city takeover in Connecticut right now. Like, I've just, like... This is not where I grew up and, like, so, all of that. So it's just do you so think different. there's some truth to the fa- to the possibility that a lack of our own space, a lack of having space between people prevents us from being able to take the time to look in and introspectively look at ourselves? Because we're always sure. going from A... Uh, we get through the alphabet as fast as we can in Right. A. There's just no satisfaction anymore. Nobody's there's no satisfied. satisfaction. Nobody's like, I don't know, I feel like I do this, but nobody enjoys like the little things in life, yep. at least w- with this whole city. That's exactly like, what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody, nobody enjoys those the little things in life Yeah, that like, matter, that really matter. Like I got news, a half an hour cartoon with a kid on your lap, man. That's the little, that's the right, thing. Right. And you're not on matters. your phone. Right. You're like present. Yeah. You're engaged. You're present. You're watching it with them. You're with your friends. You're with yeah, your family. You're with you. your children. I'm telling you. You know, I think you're right. And, you know, we, we've talked, gone down this uh, technology road before. And well, it's just, it, it takes people pace. away from other people. And it also, like, brings on so much anxiety. Yes. Because, like, not only do you get any, like, all of this dopamine from your phone alone, but, like, you're waiting. You're. It's like you're checking it for the next thing. Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Like nobody's ever present. I've literally had to lock my phone away. Yeah. Because I can't. TikTok is crazy. crazy. And these kids are on TikTok. That's all they do. Yeah. And I'm okay with like you know the creativity part of TikTok. I think if like kids are really interested in video editing, I think TikTok is actually like a pretty user friendly way to get into that. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it is. No, it's 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 an addictive sociopathic um, window into your brain's central nervous system. And I just, like, I think that also contributes a lot to the whole, like, Christmas spirit and everything. it does. Like, not being the same. People aren't present. That's actually, that's kind of like what I'm saying. People aren't grounded in their own reality. And we're earth signs, so, like, we need to be grounded well, Constantly. earth sign or no sign, I don't care if you don't like signs. No, I can but tell you especially that us. I need to feel I'm at my best <laughs> when I feel I'm my feet are connected to the ground. Yeah. That I'm mentally connected to and my surroundings. I don't surroundings. think people know how to do that people anymore. People do not know how to do that. 
No. And and they don't People understand the value, yeah. mm -hmm. the ne the necessary value of being mm -hmm. able to do that. So you know, like what you would say, what you were saying about the the population and the city feel. I truly believe that there is a massive connection between the actual speedometer of our life mm -hmm. and everything that's wrong with it. 100%. The faster you go the less as far you travel. That's exactly how yeah. it feels. Yeah, 100%. You ever seen the movie Poltergeist? No. No? Okay. No. Every, every, all, all my friends on here have. Okay, listen. So, well, so, find, find me so, the time. Okay. Find me the time. Find me the time. In, in Poltergeist, there's this scene <laughs> where the mom's like trying to run to save her kids and she's running down this hallway, right? Okay. And she keeps running faster and faster and the end of the hallway, which keeps you can going, see, going. keeps getting farther and farther away. That's what we're doing. As an entire I know, because we can't be satisfied race. with the room that's right next to us. Right. We have to get to the next room at the end of the hallway. It sucks. It's a shitty fucking wrong. feeling. Because, inherently wrong because then it. you get into the holidays and you, one, you get into this mindset of like, oh, it's the end of the year. I didn't do all the things that I had to do, which were all of these things because I'm constantly rushing, constantly moving. But then it's like, think about what you did do. Think about the moments that you were present for. And like, take accountability of those and then you say, oh, I want more of those than I want more time of me stressing. Like, that's what I learned so much this year is like, I just want to be more... You are way ahead of your time. It's taken present. me, you know, uh, I, I started to think things like this somewhere in my 40s, thinking that, oh my Lord, what I really want is to just be left alone and yeah, and give me some, yeah. give me some mental time to my own self so that I can... So that I can focus, maybe meditate on, and just sit there and consider my life and actions for mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes. And it might even fucking heal you a little bit. And it might even heal you a Actually, little bit. Actually, I guarantee you it fucking will. So everybody out there that's listening, tonight when we're over, or when you're done listening to this <laughs> show, I want you to just lie on your bed for 15 minutes. No phone. Do nothing. Just stare at the ceiling and just think about. And just think about. Be grateful. Just think about yourself yeah. and your life. Uh -huh. Maybe a little bit of introspection. Think about what you've done. What do a check-in. Do. do a check-in. Check yourself. Say, hey, listen. You can even... I do it in front of the mirror or when I'm driving a lot. Like, I'll stand in front of the mirror and be like, okay, Rihanna, what's wrong? I know you're upset. What's wrong? And then I, like, have... I mean, you might think I'm crazy, but, like, I don't care at this point. <laughs> but I Literally do that all the, the time. Literally crazy people I know. Oh, thanks. But Which I is also probably like, why these self, you know, self-help moments. Well, it's like, I don't know. I've been very reflective this year. And I feel like there's just so much that I've missed out on because I was so worried about what was on my phone and what was going on here and what I was stressed about and blah, 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 blah. That like I never really took check of what what was going on, like all of the memorable things. And so like. I've tried to do that a lot more this year. I used to journal so much and write about like my wonderful life experiences and take that time to physically like write them down and, and read think, them. And that I used to love doing that. And I will give you, you know, I have a different perspective than a lot of people mm -hmm. with the loss of one of mine. And anytime you really suffer serious grief, unexpected grief, you will think back, and it happens immediately, and it never ends. Mm -hmm. You will think back of, you'll, you want to memorize and regurgitate the moments that you had in mm -hmm. an effort 
to not forget and not to lose sight of yeah. how important those things were. 100%. <clears throat> I completely... Excuse me. I can like like just sitting on the floor playing with a cat for crying out loud. When you're doing it now, you don't even know what you're really doing. Right. What you're really doing is I that's connect. Agree. That is the connecting with the universe that people need to do. I agree. It's such small things. It's little things. Like I, I remember as a kid, one of the one of my favorite things about driving in the car was looking out the window and. Having an imagination and oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. thinking about life and being introspective or listening to music yeah. or arguing with my siblings or playing a fun car game. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, every fucking kid in the back seat has a tablet so they don't bother mom and dad in the front. Right. And I'm not saying the people in my life necessarily, but you know it's happening. You know it's true. You see it. And you are not doing your kids any favors. No, because you have to let them learn to think for themselves, even if it is at first just some dumb shit because they're kids. That is the anxiety. Yep. That is where yep. the anxiety yep. comes yep. from yep. because yep. they are yep. not comfortable in their own thoughts. In their own thoughts. All right, end the podcast. 20 minutes in, we, we nailed it. All right, ice cream? Yeah. <gasps> you! Don't point, don't you do that. You! Got me, this is total ADHD, you got me fucking addicted to ice cream. It was you. We went to Cumberland Farms like two weeks ago, and we no, bought wait. ice cream, and I haven't had ice cream in like forever, since like the middle of the summer. Now that I've had just a lick, I'm fucking addicted to ice cream. I think about ice cream way too much So you want now. to tell me that just one lick can change a person? <laughs> a lick of that... Really just good one ice lick cream, of that yeah. Really... <coughs> it's all about the ice cream, baby. Okay. I just want to make sure we were I on just... the same. But page. listen, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. The second you have ice cream, I feel like it's just because you know what they the say. End of the road. You know, <laughs> suck what? You're a cocksucker. You. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't. No, but but yeah, you are the reason I need to have ice cream now all the time. I'm sorry. It's I okay. Will, I will lend you some advice. Do what I do. I limit it to one day, one night a week. <gasps> That's a great idea. Yes. I literally li limit it to Monday nights. I got you. Because when I'm done casting, and eventually my Monday night is my night, so that is why, you know, we do our thing, mm -hmm. and just in case, in case I've never told anybody, I don't think I ever have. Mm -hmm. So when casting wraps up, and I hungry, and I send her on her way, that's when I pour my first, you know, martini or old fashioned. And I sit on the couch, and I will, uh, well, I get my chores done first. Right, you get all the immediate I things get all, done. I get, right, I get everything done. Yeah, my goal Dishes is to, done, my goal is done. to get everything done by 9 o'clock. Yep, everything's got to be clean and ready to go. Because that gives me two hours mm -hmm. to do anything I want, which is always the same. <laughs> <laughs> which is to sit on the couch and just let my mind go yeah. and veg. Now, I don't typically watch tv most other nights of the week unless i'm and the only time i do i'm doing it with my wife and, and you guys watch shows together and stuff yeah a, a, a few nice. a few we're not like tv junkies i think we have it actually down just right um we will from time to time all of our tv time is allocated to our personal time we don't consider the shows or the TV at all in our scheduling process. Aww. We consider each other. And then we'll sit down and be like, okay, what do you want to watch? 
Oh, like we don't go around during sweet. the day. I can't wait to watch you. Oh, I like you know we left. No, off it's last I can't night. wait to hang out with you. I can't wait to hang out with you. You guys are so goddamn adorable. It's not and hard. Those are the little things you should be focusing those on. Those are the little things you need to we focus on. We circled back. We circled back. That Holding deserves an award. Hands. <laughs> yes. We don't hold hands. It goes back to the lack of social integration that technology has taken away from us we don't hold hands like you just mean like couples in general don't couples hold in general hands? or are you They're saying worried us about, as a no as a, as a complete society don't yo, hold hands yo if you want your life you cannot even you cannot fathom i'll tell you right now if you have issues in your life if you have anxiety if you have any kind of you know like issues with your partner or marriage or anything like that do yourself a favor with your, even if it's your kids, I don't care where your relationship issues lie. Hold hands. It solves eighty percent of the problem right there, because, because it's, how, want, yeah, it's, it's how it's how you somebody. show yeah. that you act, you don't just that you're not present. just words, right? It's how you show your presence. Yeah, it's how you show you're there. It's how you make that first connection of like you're not dismissing yeah. me. You're not oh yeah,ing me. You're not uh-huh, you're including uh-huh. me. You're there with me. Yeah. It may not be great. It may be hard, but we're there together. It matters. Holding hands matter. Go back to the beginning. About the world we're building doesn't work for humans. We don't put enough emphasis on the kinds of things that humans need to do in order to be happy and content. Mm -hmm. Forget happy. Mm -hmm. No one's ever happy all the time. No. Content is the word that I've grown up with in my older years. I don't need to be happy all the time. I need to know that what I'm doing is meaningful, that it that there's some purpose, mm-hmm. that I'm being effective with my time, mm-hmm. that I'm not shortchanging my loved ones. And those are the things that I, you know, you need to do these things. Yeah. You need to do these things. Nothing else matters. Karate doesn't matter. School sports doesn't matter. Band doesn't matter. Unless that's something you do as a family. So as much shit as I give my family for being a football family, it's one of the things that made me and my siblings so close. All the car rides to all the games. Imagine all the fun things. All you know when my brother won the championship and the whole family was there. Like so, if that's something that you know, I'm not. I don't want to shortchange anybody who does like to do that. In, but you have to have a healthy relationship with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but 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 what isn't That's healthy is stops. what isn't healthy is missing your child's time, going to their games and being on your phone, uh, mm. dragging them around because out of out of you know some twisted sense of oh this is what we have to do or this is just the way it is this is just what it is no this that that's one of the things it can be. Mm-hmm. Learn to step up in your own world and make your own decisions. It's okay to go home and eat dinner at the table. It's okay. Right. If that's what you want to do, fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want your kids to be on the phone, stop them. Stop them. And, and don't just make it Yeah. no. Tell them. Tell them why. I why want can't... to be here with you. I want to talk about... And don't say it passive-aggressively. No, of course don't not. Be, be, be yeah. honest, be loving, be truthful, 
and yeah. explain to your child why it is that you want to inconvenience their routine. Most or of the time, can. particularly if the child is already going through puberty, most of the time they will understand what you're saying if you right. take the time to tell them. Even if you tell them at a young age, I I had a kid that I nannied and for a long time he always wanted to bring his iPad in the car. And I said, you can do that in mommy's car, but when you're in Miss Rihanna's car, you, you can't have your iPad. You can look out the window and we can listen to music together. When I tell you I made that child a little playlist and we listened to music together yep. Amazing. all the time. <clears throat> and he never asked to have his iPad in my car ever. One, because he knew I wasn't going to give it to him, but two... He was excited to listen to music with me and talk to so me. So here we and are, like, just telling everybody how to raise kids. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. I know. I know it seems. But I mean, even but, even new. I but mean, that's just a raise, little moment well, that you can have that can change well, that. Let's kid's... be honest. Ra- the 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 act of raising children and the act of being a child are the two most super valuable things that you're ever going to do in your life. Okay. In my opinion, when, yeah. When when your 20-year-old gets a job and moves out into his apartment, you will go through a span of nothingness until they have a grandchild, okay? <laughs> and then, you know, the entire thing, I, I've seen this meme on the internet that I think is great, and it's about why grandparents love grandchildren. It's because for brief moments when they are visiting with your grandchild, they see a bit of a, a little piece of you, and they get mm, to experience it all over again. All over again. That is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. It's true. Look at us being all mushy. It's true. Oh my gosh, I had CJ, my grandson, my first one. Oh, moly. <laughs> my first and only great child. When I had him, when I had him with me on Sunday at a family Christmas party, I had him for maybe 15, 20 minutes. Best part of my day. 15 yeah. minutes. Aww. The rest of it, I could live without. But I go to the next Christmas party just for that. Oh, you little mush. Yeah, that baby is beautiful. But even, and I think I can, at at the risk of irritating my daughter-in-law, but she wouldn't disagree with me on any of what I'm going to say. Mm. Parents today, in my observation, are overwhelmed with raising a child. Because of the information fireworks show... It goes off in front of them 24 hours a day. Um, my daughter-in-law will tell you, and, and, and she has said, that there are, things, she, there are things that she is afraid will kill her child that people have used on their children for 100 years. And that's it's so much different, you know, and that's because of an anxiety level. You know, and, and, and she knows it. She admits it. She never going to listen to the show. So I can say whatever I want anyway. But, <clears throat> but, but I mean, she will <coughs> admit this. It's the anxiety of, oh, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't use, you know, uh, you can't use. Right. It's uh, overwhelming. I'll give you a perfect example. Desitin versus Vaseline for diaper rash. Right. So. Just depends <clears throat> on the kid. Right? Well, apparently, you know, in, in my day, all the kids got. Desitin, which is essentially uh, zinc oxide, zinc, zinc oxide. It's you know white cream. It protects yeah, your skin. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. So they've they've concluded that Vaseline actually does a better job. Okay, great. But at the same time, they've also said, no, no, you can't use this. You got to use Vaseline. You can't use A and D. 
because it's not good anymore and all. No, no, no. Just because it's it it's cool. It's okay. Just take a little bit of this information, but that's not how that's not how And just we because are, that's one person's experience doesn't mean it's gonna be everybody. Yeah, but I'm telling you, uh it's not a unique the anxiety that mm -hmm. that young people have today is carrying over into their child raising mm -hmm. just as a matter of that the, the the young people today are the products of the first I need my phone twenty four seven generation. Mm. And now they don't have their phone. And they and you know, when they do have their phone they're they're looking up all these things all the time and it's it's mm -hmm. information overload because let's just take for example, you know, you could spend four hours reading about what the best diaper is, right? When most diapers will do in the four hours you spent looking into it you could have spent with your kid and they don't tell you that that is only something that comes with mm. wisdom and having done it yeah is that it's all gonna be for the most part it's gonna be okay i mean as long as you're not a you know? careless parent but no one tells any of these parents that it's okay it's okay to learn it's okay it's not the end of the world yeah it doesn't yeah. matter if he, you know, uh, but I think doesn't that's matter also if he like... raided the litter box and stole the Tootsie Rolls <laughs> out of the sand. It's okay. It's not that, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter but, if you know, swallowed a quarter. There's also a lot of that, like, just with even without parenting, like in daily life with yes. technology and with social media bringing that into everybody's yes. life too. Like, yes. there's so much pressure Minute to be... To be all-knowing, not Everything that you aren't. <laughs> to be yes. everything that you aren't. Ooh, both... Both. You made a good point. I made a good point. Look at us. I know. That's why we do this. We're so awesome. We are. Look at so us. We're checking in. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we need sure. to humble. We're, we're going to humble ourselves after the podcast. Just make sure that bank account's set up now, so we're going to put that link out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just send us some money. Yeah. I mean, five, ten dollars, five hundred. It's all good. Whatever you yeah, got. Yeah, whatever you can manage at this you know, holiday season. I mean, if you're one of those people out there that's just like, I have a, I have this hundred dollar bill. Uh, I've around. got like five hundred bucks just sitting around. We won't waste it. We won't. We won't waste it. We won't waste we won't. it. We are going to put up a nice rack in our ceiling for these microphones and our and our video camera. We have lots so of good can... plans for the for the future. I think we're definitely going to be dedicating. Yes, and I'm and glad me, that I, I mean have me. let some stuff go. Uh, you know, some other priorities or some other. Uh, challenges some me other too time, <laughs> some other time consumers i've let go so that we can do things that we like because, me too. <laughs> because like i was saying i'm as i'm getting older i find that you know what all of these things that i thought were going to matter don't mean shit doesn't mean shit i would rather spend an hour with you telling everybody else while they're not as good as us. <laughs> I would rather do that than, you know, go to some stuffy ass meeting, you know, yeah. where exactly one sixty fourth of an inch progress out is, of made. A, uh, is made out of a yard, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Nobody's going to miss my sixty fourth of an inch. Somebody else will do it. So Yeah. Not me. No, I'm good. I'm good. And it's because you're learning how that to prioritize takes, your time. People do not have the courage nowadays to make those decisions. Uh, you know, And they certainly don't have the courage and knowledge to make those decisions as young as they should. I needed this podcast. I need you to say that. 
I needed this podcast. You needed me to say that. I needed you to say that, for sure. For sure. I've just been feeling so fucking unmotivated. I don't want to do Jack Diddly squat. <laughs> like, I really don't want to do Welcome fucking anything. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> we got funny games. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. We got lots of funny games. It's called sitting on the couch. I have no motivation. No. And, like, that puts a lot of it into perspective because you think, well, do I want to look back at... 2023 or 2024 and say, wow, Rihanna, like, sat on the couch 30 times. Like, if you had a Spotify wrapped, but, like, with statistics of your life, it was like, how many times did you sit on the couch? You know what the Spotify wrapped is? No. So Spotify's a music thing, and what they do is they take their whole... Okay. They take your whole... (laughs) Are you gonna let me say anything? Yes. (laughs) They they analyze your listening patterns, and they make, Mm. like, a little data sheet for you. So it says, you listen to... Pop music, 20% of the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about this uh, a couple weeks ago. Yes. And so, what I'm saying is that if you had one of those for life, how many times would you... That 80% of your music came from Taylor Swift. (laughs) It did. Okay, I know. She's my top artist. I know. That's how we talked about it. I listened to her 3,000 minutes of my life was listening to Taylor Swift. But no ADD, you were saying. I'm just saying that if we had one of those for life, what would it say? What was your percentage of time right. on the couch? What was your percentage of... Time on your phone. Time on your phone. I'm sorry. My screen time just grows and grows and grows every week. I've cut back it's a ridi- little. I have not. I think I have... To, I'm, I'm going to out myself so that way I can hold myself accountable because this is actually crazy. I do, but you know what's funny? I, I'm gonna, I have kind of an excuse. I can tell you what it is. So... Mm-hmm. Obviously. Oh, my daily average is not as bad. I used to be at seven hours. I'm at six. A day? Daily average. That's not dead air. That's my (laughs) actual reaction. That was his... He truly was at a a pause. Wait, so what's yours? I don't know. Probably two. Let's see. Which is still... I don't even know how. I'll do it for you. Okay. Well, I want to make sure I clear my browsing history. No, no, I'm not. Just give me that fucking phone. I'm not. It's not that serious. But <clears throat> we, uh, you know, we're not. Oh, great! Like, fucking screen time has been off this whole time. Can I turn it on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. What but, you gotta fucking set this up? This is my iPhone. You gotta fucking set this whole shit all up. Hey. No. Okay. Oh, it's loading. Oh, can't wait it to gonna, it's you. gonna give us. Do you want to see it before me? Yes, oh, I right, do. Well, right yes, now, I it's, do. well, right now it's zero minutes <laughs> because because it, it's gonna start analyzing you now. Oh well, but I it, gotta shut it off then. No, keep it on. <laughs> Why? It's gonna inflate the numbers. See, no, but it tells you like downtime. You can schedule time away from your phone. It's actually really weird. Okay, no, I'm so glad you. I'm so glad I learned about this. But yeah, like but I want Anyway, back to the point. How much time did you actually spend doing things that one fill your cup? And two, let you be present in life and in things and in... You have to be there. You have to be there. You know, I think... And I guarantee... I know that I feel this often. I guarantee everybody out there does the same thing. How many times have you been at a show, at an event, at anything, where you're tape, where you're picturing and videoing, and you finally realize, you know what? Put this fucking phone down. The fireworks are better right. without the screen in front of right. you. Right. I completely agree. I went to a I went to a concert. And at not some only point that, but here's year, the thing. And I tried not to do that. Okay. 
And you know why you shouldn't do that? And everybody else is going to agree with me here. And I know you all. I know you all. Point at the screen (laughs) right now. He's making eye contact with the computer. None of you have ever gone back and looked at the concert footage that you (gasps) videoed. Oh my God, you added me. Definitely have not. No. (laughs) Definitely have not. You wasted your fucking time thinking that you needed to save the time. You weren't saving the time. We're not saving the time. We're pissing the time away. And the wind is blowing at us and we're covered in really bad phone apple urine. It's horrible. (laughs) Not the phone apple urine. Android urine. Not the nuts. (laughs) It's horrible. It's horrible. (laughs) You can't get those stains out. (laughs) No, because once they're in. Once they're set in, they're set in. I can't with you. I can't, you can't with you. You can't, can't get the time back, I'm afraid. <laughs> Once the stage's there, man. That's it. There's no magic eraser. There's no OxyClean. There's, there's no Tide Pens. There's no Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many you swallow, it's getting dirty. I'm dying. This dying. is a segment, by the way, which if you took I'm this clip dying. out, if you took this clip out, you'd be like, wait a minute, you gotta I'm listen to the whole dying. show, otherwise you have, otherwise you're just gonna oh think my these God. people are freaking nuts. We are freaking nuts. <clears throat> we are freaking nuts. Take the time, No, it's folks. true. Jesus. It, it really is true. We are, I think that that is why, that is why the campfire still resonates in people's psyche. Yeah. Because it is a throwback to cavemen times. When you knew, your 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 DNA knows mm-hmm. that it's time around this little glowing, you know, flickering uh, plasma show you that know reminds your DNA mm-hmm. that this was what you did. Right. This this is what makes you feel happy and fills. This your cup. is what fills your cup. You know what's kind of interesting that you brought this up. So this past weekend we had a Christmas party here. Which was, which was so fun. It was so awesome. And I don't know if it was Auntie Stephanie that said something or somebody said something about playing a game and like mm-hmm. all of us kids playing a game. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, and everybody's that's a great like, idea. okay, yeah, that's a good idea. But then like nobody was like taking the initiative to like go get the box and go like officially get dedicate the, the time to the game. And I kind of, I kind of pushed for it and I was getting a little pushback, but I was like, nah, guys, like let's, let's have fun. We had so much fun, and I can't remember the I last time. I had more fun watching and listening us... to you guys play that game than I had the whole rest of the night. It was literally so fun. I can't remember the last time that like I've seen like all of us laugh together, and nobody was on their phones. No, and it was great because like it reminded me of when we were kids down in Auntie Sue, which is now my room basement, playing games and like playing Risk and like doing all that shit like that. Those are the things that you want to remember. And those are the, like, I will never forget sitting at the table and playing games, everybody. You want to know something? While you were sitting at the table playing games with everybody, having mm-hmm. a great time. Oh, were you not? A- a- this was after you kicked all the adults out so that we couldn't sit there anymore. What? We didn't kick thinking, anybody out. <laughs> I literally was, we were having a conversation, me and the rest of the, me and the rest of the older, you know, aunties and uncles, if you will. Yeah. Even though I'm the only uncle, because, <laughs> long story. <laughs> so... <laughs> Some people are just better yeah, than hey, others. If any other men out there want to just come and crash my Christmas party so I have something to do and someone to talk to, what? you're all welcome. Is my conversation not good enough for you? Oh, uh, honey, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But you're one of the guys. <laughs> Sorry. So, I literally <coughs> went on this conversation and I thought 
they were they were talking about how nice it was to hear all you guys do what you were doing in there, playing and having fun together. Nobody mm -hmm. on, like you said, nobody's on their phone. And I said that what they're doing is fertilizing roots. Yeah. Because those are the moments that you will come back to rely on when the shit hits the fan. Those are the connections of love, of companionship, yep. and of friendship that you need in order to not go through the world as some anxious, psycho, fucked up. Right, okay? right. That's what you need. Yeah, because I mean, like, if I had a big enough place, I would 100% like host game nights and stuff at my house to do shit like that with, with the family and things no. like that. No. Why? That's a mistake. Why? I did it in a in a teeny tiny, teeny tiny little apartment in Guilford when I lived there. We still used to have friends over three or four at a time and have Sega night. I'm sorry. There was this thing called Sega. I don't know Imagine what Sega is. You do not know. It's a what video Sega game is. thing, right? It like way before PlayStation. I know that. Not as far back as Atari, so for those who are listening, not that far. But there was a Sega channel. That was provided by the cable company where you could go into your cable box and select various games and so many games a month were available. And you didn't need a little cartridge thing, okay? Because you had because because the cartridge you had to like take out and go <laughs> all the time and then plug it back in and take it out. That was the same thing with the DS chart with the DS cards too. Yeah. But we spent don't blame space. You have enough space. We have had girls' nights at my house too. I Everyone has enough those. space. You sit on a, in, on the floor in a friggin' circle the size of a small coffee table. It's enough space. That's true. No, we are really good at making excuses. We're the best. Wow, and I wasn't even trying. But we are the best at making excuses. I, I mean, do because it. I get anxious about because I get anxious about everybody else's comfort no, it's like and everybody. I could get yeah. up and go get the cards, but I'm here on my phone and I don't need to. Really? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's why right. that's why we're all after up a fucking man just saying look we wrapped it up again no i'm kidding <laughs> no, worries, really. no but like i i completely agree and i think that a lot of what christmas especially is about now is so commercialized with the gifts and all that but also it's about like it's more about looking like you're having a good time than actually having a good time yes and that's one thing that i really try not to do on my social media is like post like pictures fake of a dinner stuff. that you made all by yourself that you ate when you were lonely well not not even oh, that but like shit. post Don't about post pictures about like the family and be like oh i love being a part of the family and then sitting on my phone the entire time right that's fake. wrong you need to actually it's be not present right. it's not you about to actually be which present. is why i love my snowmobiling account because that is something that i do where i'm present in that moment and doing that now that you mentioned that, I want to tell you, uh, I think I may have mentioned this before, conversation I'm having with my wife, mm. who who tells me that I'm often not present and that I'm in snowmo world. And <laughs> Is that a problem? Because it's me. <laughs> I know it's a problem. Uh, <clears throat> but, but I know why. And that's what's important. And that's because it is one of the only thing, if not the only thing, that we all do together. Mm -hmm. It keeps us together. It keeps us together. Yeah. I, mean, I told I told we, Connor the we other day. I was like, together, I we would never know that, anything. If we didn't do that, mm -hmm. what would we do together? 
in between Christmas parties and Halloween parties. Hmm? All of us, yeah. All of us. Yeah. You need to get together. Take the time to do it. That's Pick one up of the, the things phone, that I love. Set your calendar and just fucking do, do it. Do it. Do it. You know, you, you want to have your friends over. Because do it. Because then you'll just you feel... Go... You don't understand the release that it also feels like... I don't yeah. know. Just be around people that make and, you laugh. And, and again, and, and, and I will point... And bust your friend's and balls. I will point like, it's to the fun. screen again. Everybody out there Listen, knows... Listen, you. Every time that you have done it, and you have put the effort in to make sure that you go and have an actual memorable time doing something, you're so glad you did it. Like, yeah. oh, guys, we had such a good time. Who doesn't leave the room? Who doesn't leave with the hugs? Oh, this was so much fun. We got to do it again. It's been I mean, four fucking years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, do it again, you dumbass. I mean, do I, it have, again. I have memor- I have more memories with, with Connor and snowmobiling in the last two years than I had for like a five-year span of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. And it's awesome. Like, it's, it's awesome being connected to like my family and my roots and like... Other than the fact that I love snowmobiling more than anything. Aside you? from that. <laughs> aside not? from that, I love hanging out with my family. There is a picture of me and my siblings, the four of us, all together snowmobiling. We mm. haven't taken like a picture like that in like years. Right. Where that wasn't like my parents being like, just smile, get together, you're all here at the same time. Like, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, begrudgingly right. take the picture. This was like, right. wow, all meanwhile, four of us are having fun. Right, meanwhile, everybody pictures. looks at the picture that they took on their phone, which they're never going to look back at again. Oh, that's and a they spent, picture, that's right. a picture. And what was really going on was everybody was trying to talk, trying to have a good time, and being annoyed, having to get together to take this phony-ass picture. When the picture of us sitting on the bench in the snow... Is the best... Picture, and that picture I've gone back at and looked at. I, I'm not even kidding. I look at the I look at my snowmobiling pictures like every day. I I can't. It's a happy place. It's such a happy place. It's a happy place for me. It's a happy place for you guys, and then all of us together. I mean, I I even right. said like, the I don't other give day a shit I was what like, it is. Yeah. In fact, it, it, oftentimes I think that it would have been a good idea to pick. I don't know. Something where they make snow and you can count on snow, like yeah, right. you know, skiing maybe, you know, or 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 maybe, horseback. Maybe if we were into go karts you know, instead, or maybe maybe we should get into go karts. <laughs> no, Just but forget it's, all this weather. You know, no. what I was really considering the other day. I was like, I should weather related activities. I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, I don't want a motorcycle, I don't want a dirt bike, but I really want a quad. But I don't know where I would mm. ride the quad. Mm. And I say I want a quad, but I actually really want a side by side. I, I know, I know. I want to go mudding. Is that weird? I want no. to go mudding. No, me too. I don't. Even, I, I don't hey, even know hey, what to speaking expect. Of mud, did you see the? Did you see the meme I, I I shared with the snowmobile in the mud? No. Did you send it to the chat? <laughs> uh, no, I did not. Oh, you should send I, it. To I, chat. I just shared. It. I'll find it again. I'll, yeah, I'll look for it. But yeah, I mean, I can't remember. Like, cause we also we don't spend time on our phones all day. No, we snowmobile either. Never. And those are the most like those. No, are the except that to I stop want. and like take pictures of, of the bench that you found in the woods. Yes. She's, like driving by, like hey, yes, to, to document. A bench to in the document. Woods. Nobody's gonna believe this. And if it we was don't so cute that all the snow was piled up. So like, right. if you can visualize the picture, all four of us fit on the bench, and then Ethan couldn't fit on the bench, but he sat on the snow right next to the bench, so it looked like he was on the bench. Yeah. And it was like it. It's a great picture. You did such a good job framing it. It's a great picture. So you have to go out and do things with people. We are social yeah. animals. We are not antisocial animals. 
antisocial behavior yeah. lends to antisocial anxiety to a point where we don't yeah. know how. And you have to push you, yourself. To a point to where you don't no longer know how to engage with people personally in a setting. You have to push yourself. You have to. You have to make yourself uncomfortable. <clears throat> I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but it was the second or first or second time that I got on the sled and I fell a whole bunch of time and I was having all kinds of anxiety about it and you like pep talked me back and I was like okay I'm still like nervous about it but I'm gonna push myself to do it and it ended up being a wonderful day of riding obviously because yeah until uh, we got lost <laughs> that's, well <laughs> until we had an actual reason to panic but now I'm not but now but, I'm so glad that I pushed myself as, to do that but as you know getting lost is where the it's how the hook actually broke through the fish's mouth yeah, dude. I, else, I went right from else, intermediate to fucking. Everything else was uh, just the it was just the fish hitting a hook. Yeah. It's it's that getting lost that yeah. sealed the deal. It really did. <laughs> it did. It, it sealed really the deal. did. Because that adrenaline, along with that Oh my god. <laughs> anger. And along with that relief when we finally realized where, where we, we were. were. <laughs> that relief, that hit different. And then you know what is my favorite part about riding? At the end of the day, we all pull in right in front of the garage. We all get off the sled. We complain for 30 seconds. And then we go, that was such a good time. Like, do you remember this? Do you remember right. that? Oh, Connor went so fast. Like, that's so fun. Like, be present with people and try new things. Because, yeah. like, now I can't, I, I cannot so imagine my life without it. Right. At the risk of, over, of overdoing the whole riding thing. No, please. No, I, I, I want to go back. To they the, love it. I want to go back to, you know, all the way back to the beginning of this inhuman world that we're building for ourselves. So I think we've discussed mm. the fact that a lack of connected social activity with yeah. other humans is such a huge thing. Yeah. Let's let's look at a couple of other things. We talked about the information in the line. If you saw right now, yep. could you believe on any network that you tuned into, would you believe anything you heard 100%? No. No. Nope. No. I'd have to see who else is talking about it. Not only would you have to see who else is talking about it, but you'd have to... Take everything into consideration. You have to look in multiple places, and then you have to run it through your own mental meter no. to see if yeah. any of it holds any water. We've that, created such a toxic. It is so toxic. Living like environment. It is so toxic. The political, the politization, the political politization, po- politization, pollination, the politization Pol-lic-lic-tion. of our daily lives. Picklebation is bad. <laughs> yes. It's bad. It is bad. It's it's clan segregation. It's forget the fact that it's bad fucking policy, which it is. Because here's but, the thing: it's like we never used to know this much about what's going on all of the time. No. And now we can't believe everybody because the minute that we were like, "Oh, great, we're learning all this stuff at the same time," then we had people who were like, "Oh, I'm telling, I'm telling a lie. Oh, I'm telling a lie." There's right. more stories now about nobody people tells fucking you, lying. And it's not necessarily okay. Some sometimes. Both sides, bench, some sometimes both sides of the bench. Some both sides of the bench are accused. But of it's this. always omission. Always oh, omission. Don't even get me there is started. no such thing don't as, as context and omission. And to be fair, mm-hmm. as far as the media is concerned, it has always been that way. But the media has never had a twenty four seven intervenous connection literally, literally. to our brain. And that is the problem. Because you could check because the news we, and at any point at any time of the day, like if we didn't have the IV connection with social media that we do, the media world wouldn't have the power that it has. That, that is, it, it's like one thing 
it's like the chicken and the egg paradox. You know, mm -hmm. when CNN first came out on TV, before CNN, you got news for an hour a night. That was it. Mm -hmm. You had a half hour of local news and an hour of national news, if you cared that much at all. And people did. They read stories in newspapers that, you know, were... My grandpa used to make us watch the news every time. Sure. Over. But now, you know, I'm sorry. I'm. This is actually a, a huge dig on journalism. You, They don't... There are no fucking reporters. No one is a reporter. Everybody is an activist journalist. That's what they do. It's all... It, it's all hyped up. There's tweaked. no regurgitation of just what, what's actually happening. There's always some kind of fucking There's no presentation. Message. There's always an agenda because it's all about and the both marketing. Sides of the aisle are it, it's all about the totally. marketing and it's it's about, you know, crowd numbers and then it's about moving polls and it's about uh, you know, their powerful relationships with their powerful friends and oh, we can if we tell this story this way, we can spin it like this and then yeah, we can get yeah. some traction here. It's greed, idea, it's power. It's greed and power, and the the live action 24-7 connection with our nervous system is just taking the power away from us and mm -hmm. giving it to them mm -hmm. by a marketing and metadata analysis. And the worst part, the worst part about all that is like you can know mm -hmm. that, and then people will still shame you. We're not absorbing all the news and being so like, like you have to be, you have to know everything. You have to, you have right, to. Right, right. It's Why not Why aren't you watching all three news stations to get, I, to get right. an idea of the it's truth? It's not an acceptable answer like, to what? say because I don't care. It doesn't matter. And I don't trust any of them. So I'm not going to. But not even that. It's like, I'm <clears> sorry. I, if, if I really wanted to keep to date about everything that was going on in the world, I would be sad all of the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's good. It's good to be knowledgeable about the big things that happen Sad in the world. And anxious, and yes, might I add. yes. Don't even get me started on just like all of it. <clears throat> it's so it's it's so anxiety like ridden. Yes. Yeah. It's not like I'm not saying that the news has to be fluffy and nice all the time. I like there's definitely tragedy that happens in this world, and I'd like to know some of it. And, like, all of the really important things. But it's, like, if I have to hear about every single car crash that's on 91, if I have to hear about every single, like, it just, all Overloads of that weighs just, on me. All of, of that weighs does. on You're people. Not, we're not supposed to be in a 24-7 cycle of knowing everything else that happens to everyone else. It is right. not what we're it's supposed crazy. to be doing. It's not. Because then you care so much so much about how other people think and let's, what they want. Let's, let's just take Ukraine, right? If we were inundated with information about Russia and Ukraine, would anybody in Congress be wasting the billions of dollars that they are to fight a fucking proxy war over there? No. It's hurting us. I mean, it's the money nice that we're to know sending about those to, things, but um, I Right, get it's what nice to know, but... If, if it were toned down to a level, let's say, of before social media, even that presence would not be as... Uh, the fact that it's so well-known means that the presence alone, the optics alone of what you're doing matters more than what you're actually doing. So we're doing things based on media optics rather than because it's good or bad policy. 
Yeah, you're so worried about what the public wants. You're so worried about what your constituency, what your group of supporters, activists, donors want to hear, that you do things just so that they just can hear it. Just to get their it. approval. Right. Just so that you get... No one... I mean... And it, I'm not saying that we should or should not help. I'm just saying that that is a very true point. That there are so many things that people in power do just to appease their audiences to then get their approval. Well, let's just take a look at what we might have done in the past. Both, both sides of the aisle right? are key. So, so let's just take a look at what we might have done in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, pre-Vietnam, we used to go to war, win or lose and leave. For the most, Actually, to be fair, until Vietnam, we used to go to war and win and leave. Okay? That was, the, that was the whole deal. And you didn't go to war, you didn't go to war with China unless you were actually at war with China. You didn't spend billions funding Taiwan and you didn't spend billions funding, you know, Ukraine or any other nation out there, or Iraq for that matter. You didn't do that because everybody knew that this had nothing to do with your own national interests. The idea that we needed to get involved with all these things started in Vietnam simply because of the political agenda, the political movement that the Vietnam War created <coughs> back at home. Nobody is, in Vietnam gave a flying fuck about Vietnam. Mm. You know, we mm. sold that, various components of our government and our politicians sold that to its people as X. And then half the other people, you know, said, no, we need Y. And boom, you had a real-time uh, political fight I mean, over I'm... a war that was taking place Oh, roughly 24,000 miles away. Yeah, but I, but in that respect, I think it's good to still be knowledgeable and about what, I don't know. Well, I agree. We needed to know that North Vietnam, you know, invaded South Vietnam. That's fair. I mean, those are things that, you know, particularly people who are want to be plugged in yeah. want to know. That's fair. I, and I but, don't necessarily think that protesting something that you believe in should be something that you shouldn't do. But I, I don't know. No, I think that we protest. Well, I'm, I'm not sure where you were going with that, because I was, I wasn't talking about protesting. Oh, I know oh, you. With I, Vietnam. I was, yes. Okay. I was saying how yeah, you were saying how real, the, the push for it yeah. made it have all these effects, but I'm saying that you can't really stop the push for change and like people protesting and like having those opinions about Vietnam War. Well, no, but if you think back. Look at the actual, look at what the protests of the Vietnam era accomplished. Mm -hmm. Rightly or wrongly, those were probably the most effective use of protesting um, since Martin Luther King and the, you know, the anti-segregation movement of the, of the, you know, few years before that, late 60s, early 60s. -hmm. And now we have used, we have manufactured and cultivated the protest culture so well it's so crazy that it's meaningless anything yeah it's meaningless that's what, that's protest, where canceling like, all came like you're from, gonna protest because, like i mean to be fair the hippies in vietnam you saw the planes coming home with dead bodies it's not like you didn't know you know, it's not like you didn't know enough to have an opinion these fucking kids, I'm sorry. They don't know a goddamn thing about Palestine. They don't know nothing about Israel. And it and that's just like one little tidbit of a thing. Mm-hmm. They will protest anything, anytime, anywhere, because 
if I can convince you that this protest is great, there I get power. power. In the, yeah. oh, power. I get look the power at us. because we get the. I get this following of people. And now that I manage to get mm -hmm. oh a hundred mm -hmm. students out to the steps of the library, or maybe block off the cafeteria in the middle of lunch hour, mm -hmm. you coming fucks. All you, right. Then now, <laughs> the administrations, the students, the the leaders. Now I'm. You got their intention. Influential. Yeah, I mean. And it's like, which oh is, my god, which it, can it, be a great thing and can be a bad thing. But with great power comes great responsibility. Like you know what I mean? Like you have to know what well, you're doing there. Okay, what? Okay, Steven Spielberg. That's not Steven Spielberg. Literally a line from Gremlins. No, it's a line from Spider Man. Stolen from Gremlins in nineteen eighty. Stolen from Gremlins. I'm sure. Kidding me? Spider-Man was way well, Magwai, no. If you've never watched Gremlins, you must. What the fuck? You, what? Where did you get, even get this Gremlins shit from? Because owning a Magwai with much... What the fuck is a Magwai? You don't know what a... Magwai. What the actual You don't know fuck? what... No. No? no. Gizmo? You don't know what, what Gizmo the Gremlin is? I don't think so. Yeah, there's a bunch of people out there right now hanging Is this themselves. the movie about the Furbies? That <laughs> 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 like go running rampant at Christmas time? Yes. I know it's And they kill everybody? They do. Yeah. Hi. Okay, yes. I know what they're... Ooh, I know what they are. Okay. Now, aren't they like murderous little beings? Uh, only if they eat after midnight. <laughs> Just report that out. That's funny. Because somewhere in their... Because, because somewhere in their biology, <coughs> they've used the... Um, what the hell is it? The human concept of time <laughs> which is literally just a number picked from thin air midnight could be 11 o'clock it doesn't matter you could literally <laughs> just spin the outer dial uh oh uh oh <laughs> gizmo's coming out but you know so, still have people out there having nightmares over that music right now <laughs> all they could see is a little dude riding around a little barbie corvette car running shit over yeah. in the hardware store yeah. <laughs> oh my god um, but just to circle back, I just, my point being was that like, there's just a lot of power there and yeah. people don't always use that power for good. But people are power hungry. Yes. It's like, just let go just of the control. Let go just, of the wheel. Just pop a Xanax and just relax, man. Here, have at it. Smoke a J. <laughs> Smoke a joint. Sit on your couch. Drink a bourbon. And watch TV with your wife. And watch TV with your wife. You'll be a happier person. But don't learn how to snowmobile because I don't want you on the trails. No, less crowds. I want it. I want it all to myself. I don't want to have to deal with Black Friday snow seasons. <gasps> don't Everybody's ever say that. That sounds terrifying. We need to start a thing on social media where the first day of sledding is like some thing that like matters, and then everybody will so we'll do fool every. Yeah. Perfect. I gotta get my TV. <laughs> it's at the corner of Trail One Hundred Five. Yeah. Oh my God. The second they put a Walmart. Well, they already so, have put Walmarts on the... I was going to say, we, we literally ride up to Walmarts, Home Depots, package stores, McDonald's, Burger King. One time, I when I was riding, my nose hoop fell out. Oh, we go had to stop at Walmart like, Wait a minute. and get a if nose If we go this piercing. way, if we take this trail and this trail, we could get right up to Walmart, no problem. Yeah, we had to get something else, but I was I went right up to the Walmart desk. I was like, you got nose piercings? And they did, and I was like, perfect. So, popped one in and we were done. Yep. That was a Can't say how many times we've driven up to Harbor Freight. I need some gas. O'Reilly. I need some. Right. We, driving up to the park. <laughs> we drive all the way to O'Reilly's. We go backwards on the trail just to get some uh, thing for my fuel. It's gas line, yeah. Gas line. I knew it was the fuel line. I should have just said it. 
It's okay. Ugh. It's all good. I'm learning. Anyway, yeah. We're building a world that's not meant for humans. We are. We're all well, actually, wound no, 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 up. No, no, no. First of all, we aren't. We're building a world. Oh, no. I'll tell you right now. This is You good. and I are, yeah. are, are the happy couple. Those fuckers. <laughs> Those fuckers in the box. Miserable. The ones on the, the screen. <laughs> miserable as miserable hell. Miserable hell. And no. If they only came and joined us here. If only they just, everybody just listened to us. Right. You know, I keep telling people that, and then they tell me I got some cocky attitude. I'm like, what are you talking about? I still get... I need you, to be uh, humble. You, you have a podcast? Okay, I actually, you know what? I'm going to hold on a minute. I got a, I got a knife and a plastic fork. I'm going to stab you in the The best, throat. the best um, <clears throat> advertisement I ever got for our podcast was putting that shit on my dating profile. Because let me tell you, everybody's like, you do a podcast? And then I'd be like, yeah, let's take it right on the next left. And they'd be like, oh my God, I just listened to eight episodes and great. I was like, great, block. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a sad, what a savage. I'm terrible. I know. No, That's actually, I don't nice. actually do that. That's not true. Okay. Bryce just rolled so far back. No, no. The retina attachment on the back of the ball. It's pretty gross. Oh, man. What else is new? It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling. No, no, no. Soon it will be Christmas. We need. Day. People need better work ethics. Yo, you know I have a problem with this. So I'm getting, this is all part of the same story. You know I have a problem with this. We're not teaching people. How to fucking work. We're not teaching people the basic foundational building stones, building blocks, of what it takes to be a productive member of society. Which yep. I might take some shit for, but in my little tiny world, um, being a productive member of society is actually a fairly reasonable goal, I feel. I think. And it keeps you social. It keeps you It keeps sane. you grounded. So. It gives you responsibility. We don't. Don't even get We don't going. encourage people to strive for the things that matter. We don't hold people yep. to standards and people aren't held to account. And we had an entire podcast on accountability and this is again one of the things that is that is ruining humanity is that people are not being held to account for their actions. And, 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 and I mean, it's not... It's true. It's not just people I don't like. It's people I do like. It's, it's myself. And... And I get that. I, I I literally made a goal for myself. I Next year, I want to hold myself accountable for more things. Our politicians, no one is ever held accountable. How Not many? I, and I told you how this all broke down. I feel like things used to be relatively... Uh, politicians used to be held to pretty decent account right until, up until Bill Clinton. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, we let them off. We, we decided this. that the character didn't matter. That was the day. That was the day. We didn't care about the, the blue dress and the and the under the desk. No, no, no. no. It's not enough. You're I'm cut sorry. <laughs> we'll let him get away with it. <coughs> you know? Yep. You might have been a fine guy. I don't give a crap what you do. I don't care if you hate your wife. You if my wife was Hillary Clinton, thing. I would cheat on her every day. You're terrible. Ugly, that's... mean, nasty, oh my bitter God, bitch. Stop. That, that's 
unnecessary. It's not. That's it's un- not. Would no, you let her nurse was... you if she came into the dentist's office with a pick and a and a gown? <laughs> would you let her touch your teeth? I think you not. are being very mean I got for no, no reason. I would. That was so unnecessary. I wouldn't let her take my blood if she was a fucking vampire, which she is. I'm You're just saying. Being so mean. I'm literally giving Bill Clinton the benny of the doubt. That's all I'm saying. There's a reason why he was on that Epstein's is... pedophile plane 27 times. Because that was so The reason mean. all comes back to one <coughs> person, it's Hillary, okay? He's like, Jeff, you, you, got, a room on, you got room on this week's flight to the Stop. island. I got to get some 17 rows. Oh, my God. That's what he did. I'm You're just terrible. saying. You're terrible. He cheated on his wife with an 18-year-old intern. You think you think <laughs> when they first met, she wasn't 17? I just want you to roll that around. I don't want. You really wow. That was a lot of pent up rage that you just let go of. <laughs> like <laughs> I despise that person. I know. I despise I, that woman. Well, I can tell. I can tell you why. I, because please, all of the things that we want. talked about, mm-hmm. I do. Hold her responsible. <coughs> that is me holding her to account for letting her piece of crap husband ruin, take a huge chunk. It's not her fault take that a huge he was unfaithful. Chunk. That's still fucked up. He could have divorced her and then met her. No, no, no. I don't. That's not what I have the issue with. I have the issue I have with her is that Hillary is the one that got him off the hook. She was the one that got him off the hook. It wasn't him. Yeah. If she had said that this wasn't acceptable. If she had showed, like any other wife, that that this man needed to be thrown out of the house for cheating on her, had she done that and stood up like a real woman and held him to account, but you can't none of this would have happened. Okay, but you can't blame her. He still made that choice. Instead, instead she made the choice. She's like, well, I know my husband's a piece of crap. He's always been a piece of crap. But I accept that because I want power someday. I want to be president. Someday I'm going to be president. So I can't let this ruin my political landscape for my future. I'm going to wait until some orange fucking real estate mogul comes down the ele- elevator and says he's going to run president. And then I'm going to be like, really? I'm going to lose to that clown? Wow. Wow. People who, who thought the first 40 minutes of this was boring. Seriously. I literally just, they're like, okay, I'm pouring But you know what? Now. You he's can't blame Hillary Clinton for him <laughs> being unfaithful. That's still all him. He made the choice. To, that's still a well, shitty I, thing. I agree. I, I would have divorced I, him. I agree. If she had divorced him, he would never got reelected. How badass would that be if she divorced him? Oh, yeah. Now, if I was her, thinking the way she did, even I would have told her this isn't how you do it. I would have said, I would have made a press conference, my own press conference, first lady press conference, and I would have come out in a very royal blue dress. And I would have been, <laughs> and I would have been like, my, my friendly Americans... Look what I have to do. With I'm taking you all with me on this journey of growing and retrospective pain healing. And you and I, me and you, the American people, we're going to suffer through my divorce together. She would have been fucking president. Instead, no. She stood up for the tool. <laughs> and they got steamrolled for another... 20 years. <laughs> I mean, I would have divorced him. <laughs> I, it, you're right. That is that I have wanted to say that for quite a while, I feel. 
Yeah, I'm just letting you let off the steam. That's you in the steam. Gotta hold people to account. I don't yeah. care how much you agree with me. You can't lie. You can't fucking lie. If anyone knows that, it's fucking me right now. You can't go in front of the American people, point your finger and say, I didn't sleep with that woman, and then get away with lying to me. I'm sorry. Because anyone with a real conscience would have just... Anybody with a real conscience. So that's that's why I say that's the tipping point in modern politics for the lack of accountability that we see every day in in everything all these politicians do. Which, I will say, is mostly Democrats. But not entirely. I was going to say. Mostly. Not entirely. It's a 70-30 split, I'm afraid. You got to go 60-40. No, I'm going 70-30. I'd go 60-40. So see, it's that 10% that makes us mean. <laughs> Damn. Look at us. Gotta, you got to be held to account. Hour and 16 minutes in. Did we? So we can be, we can be done? We're good. Well... <laughs> No, oh, I got I'm... stuff to do. I gotta get on the couch by night. Je- Jesus. He's here too? <laughs> you sound like that fucking um Oh no, now I'm laying it like out. Like you're speedy Gonzalez. Now right? I'm letting it out. Now we're playing. Now we're players. Now we're players. Go ahead. Give me shitty cards. I gotta play every hand. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral of this story? Be more present. And focus on the things that make people Slow better. the fuck down. Slow down. You don't need to rush. Man. Get back to the basic fundamentals of human existence. Work, survival, marriage, your loved ones, your friends. Being present. Okay? Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. No one, no one on Facebook matters. Unless you're sharing the photos with your friends and family. That's it. Nobody cares what you eat for dinner unless you're a chef. Nobody cares what you think about politics. Unless you're pretty much never. Or him. Right. Unless you're like a political <laughs> junkie. But even then it's not it's not right. It's not good. Mm-hmm. You know? In fact, I I consider it one of my negative qualities that I spend as much time pontificating on politics that I do, but I digress. Self-reflection, I'm working on Look at us. Look at us. Be there. Be there. I agree. And and pull the stick out of your ass for crying and out loud. And for crying out loud, just pull you know that what? stick out of your ass. Learn to let it go. Just, oh my God. Learn to let it go. Yo. It doesn't I'm a, matter. I fall victim to that a lot. Let it go. I need to let shit go. Let it go. I would say that's People one of my that you downfalls. don't like, you don't need to like people that make mistakes they're their mistakes Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's not your fucking problem Mm -hmm. it's not my Mm -hmm. problem Mm -hmm. i have learned i walk through places i see people three quarters of them so stupid i wouldn't (laughs) let them wash my dog's bone okay (laughs) not my problem go be stupid i just don't want your stupidity to be my problem yeah that's when it's a problem and that's why voting in politics is a problem because I look at these three, these you know, three quarters of the people out there, and I'm like, oh my god, you're the reason I can't have health care because oh, you're shit. so fucking stupid. All right, all right. I'm done. All right, we're good. <laughs> I'm good. You good? I mean, yeah. I'm good. That was a hit. That was a hit. Oh yeah, no. Total I would, success. Five out of five out of five stars. 
Oh, yeah, 4.85. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> tuning in. We wish you a happy, happy... Are we going to be able to record next Monday? No. Monday's for Christmas. What the hell? The gremlin song. <laughs> um, we'll probably be, be podcasting in the new year then. The next time we cast. Because unless we cast on Christmas. What are you giggling about now? I'm giggling because you're talking... Don't know what you're saying because I'm thinking of a movie theater filled with gremlins <laughs> singing "Hi ho, hi ho!" It's off to work we go. From Snow White. <laughs> From Snow White, <laughs> wearing popcorn bags on their heads. What? <laughs> Gotta watch. I'm telling you. If is you ain't watched real? Gremlins, folks, is that a scene in the movie? It is. If you ain't watched Gremlins in a long time, go ahead. You'll have to take a couple <laughs> cocktails because it's not as funny as you think you remember it being, but it's still not bad. Maybe that should be the movie we watch. <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> Anything with Phoebe Gates. I don't know who that is. Last Times, Ridgemont High came out of the pool, took her top off. Nope. Of, <laughs> no. America's Booby Sweetheart? No. No, I... Oh, okay. Believe it or not, I don't think about those things. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the Gremlins movie, but... Uh, I need to shut Same the microphone off. I need to shut the microphone off before you say something even more fucking stupid. I love you. America's... Stop! Shut up! <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Love you. Love you, too.